I um, think that explains it. That f- the the cat being in your crib. I never knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cat in in my crib, literally from very early on. My grandmother Ruthie was like, "What are you doing, letting the cat in the crib? It's very dangerous. She's got fecal matter on her, on her nails." And Ruthie was right. Yeah, you could have had. What's that thing? That the cats have. John did? I, I don't fucking know. No, oh, that fucking parasite that makes men more aggressive in yeah, soccer teams. Yeah. Great. You got to do a little history, a little dill on that. Do you know what we're talking about at all? It's, it's this thing. Toxoplasmosis. Nice. Wow. Impressive pull. You guys have a lot of time on your hands. I mean, no, we have the same amount as you. We just don't watch four hours worth of Janet Jackson documentaries. Patrick. fucking sick of this city oh you are i am so tired of this city now people I, it sounds like a lot of people like to hear us uh, bitch about los angeles and the zombies I, i'm wondering if that's it's just, not just the zombies it's it's there there are this city is filled with um dreamers dreamers um but also people who are completely fucking inconsiderate to a mm. level of almost psychopathy or or sociopathy i mean i'm hot again okay i'm fucking hot again can i jump on the tails of this yeah okay i I thought a lot about this because my contributions to aps tonight are actually going to be what it looks like when you leave your house in los angeles for 15 minutes to do a couple errands (laughs) and how much how anxiety ridden a human being can get in this city just for 15 minutes of leaving your home and then coming back, and what happens in those 50 Try minutes? driving from Culver City to Silver Lake at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and needing a coffee. Mm. I mean, it's fucking, it's a nightmare. Now, if I'm Patty, and I never lived in LA. You agree, right? <clears throat> that it's a nightmare? To- that this city is filled with too many people, and too many of them are inconsiderate and or homeless and drug addicted. I mean, it's <laughs> a goddamn hellscape. Let me here. explain this. Los Angeles, and I'm stealing this from uh, your old boss is my current boss. He doesn't actually use this example analogy, but here's the analogy. Never mind. Los Angeles, for a lot of people that live here, is an airport bathroom. That is where you go, where you don't care about the person in the stall next to you because it's such a big city. It's when a broad, stupid statement. When you're dropping poop in there and uh, you just um, you make a mess out of things and you don't really care what the other person in the other stall thinks about you. You'll never see them again. And then you don't really clean up the toilet when you're done and then you, I don't know. You just, Dumb you, analogy. You throw a, a tissue that you t- blew your nose with. You just throw it on the floor and then you leave. People in Los Angeles, because they'll never see you again and they have an agenda of what they need to do that day because they're fucking uh, selfish narcissists, most of the people that live here. Sure. When they cut you off, they don't care because they have somewhere they need to go and they'll never see you again. I get the point. The The true porta potty of the United States is New Orleans or Las Vegas. People go there, they they take a shit Vegas and definitely. they leave. Um, but what happens in this city is that, yes, there is a certain amount of anonymity behind vehicles, behind the size of the city that you're not going to run into people ever again. Um, stranger danger. Stranger aggression. It's it's all over this city. Um, I pulled into a coffee bean today. I needed a dry iced Americano, vanilla, three quarters powder. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty specific, uh, but 99% of the population that go into Starbucks are very special people. I apologize for the order 95% of the time. 
and the cashier always laughs and goes, no worries. That's a, that ain't nothing. Because they'll point at the person behind you and go, Larry over there, that fuck nut, he wants his, uh, his froth uh, half full and so at I, 84 degrees. I pull into this parking lot, and there is a woman um, who is parked in one of these giant infinity SUVs, and she is not parked, saddled up to the line. She is diagonal across the parking spot, which the vehicle of that size, you can imagine how much space she's taking up. So I pull in right next to her. Um in a, a kind of passive aggressive way, passive really aggressive way, really close. But I, she's also in her car. So I'm like, she's probably leaving at this point. She's not. We both get out of our cars at the same time and we head inside because the line of coffee bean is a little too long. The drive through for me. Hmm. She walks in front of me, maybe three feet, four feet, perfect distance for door holding. She almost closed the door. Like she, it felt like she and I had already painted a picture of her morals and her ethics. You've already grafted all that on her, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And this is my this is my question: When can we deem someone a bad person? She walks into the the store, does not hold the door for me at all. Fine, walks in. There's a line of people. She immediately holds up her phone and starts kind of excuse me excuse me asking where her, mo- her where her mobile order is now in my eyes this person is a bad person but i don't know if she works the question is if she volunteers at the kennel over the weekend because she loves dogs you know is she a bad person is, she, is it more complex a situation here and i would argue no it's fucking not so it, no it fucking <clears throat> isn't the city is too filled with people oh this is another podcast show oh, right, by right, the way. Right. it's a show where gavin goof about whatever does top of mind i'm dylan settled up next up one real nicholas davis what's going on everybody papers the podcast Hi. over there dylan this is something i think about a lot because I consider myself a nice person. Can, can, I, I, can I just finish this really quickly? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Pat. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it. i got more to add. When you're in a city with this many people with a pace of life this quickly, the level of decency and concern for others must go up, not down. And it goes down in people's lives so often because it's a big city, it's a fast-paced environment. You need to be more considerate of other people not less. So this person in my eyes is a fucking piece of shit, pure unadulterated piece of shit. Go ahead. I'm going to ask a very shallow question, but it does factor in, in uh, not de- attractive, not attractive, not attractive. Okay. I think she, I agree. She's a bad person. Uh, you said like, what if she works at the kennel over the weekend? Cause she loves dogs. Well, that's a selfish reason that she works at the right. kennel. That doesn't mean she's a good person. Sure. How you do anything is how you do everything. And she right. did this completely wrong, but I disagree with the point that that somehow proves that the the city is overpopulated because again there was all these people in line acting normal acting right, accordingly right, right. that you're not paying attention to the yeah. bad actors you just That's can't a good focus point. on. That's a good point. But I would argue to Dylan's point if Dylan's at a coffee shop that's the busiest in Nebraska uh lesser likelihood of someone behaving the way that someone would in in Los Angeles. Yes. We see this on a daily basis in Los Angeles. Right. I've actually, when I've ventured out into uh, other states other than California, and even sometimes 
two hours out of Los Angeles, there is a completely different disposition of the humanity. Sure, you go to San Luis Obispo and you have uh, the concentration of likelihood to travel cross country to go to Comet Pizza to shoot up some people goes up, mm. but people are much more considerate, you know? I, I think you're disrespecting the high face, high, high pace, fast lifestyle of Omaha. <laughs> Here's my thing though, Dylan, that person, and I run into them on at least a weekly basis, a couple of those creatures. Sure. I always wonder, like, how do they succeed in life? Because are they, because you don't matter. Once again, I made that uh, analogy you didn't like. She'll never see you again. What the fuck does she care about you or what you think about her? Or what is that person behind the counter? But does she behave different? Still a piece of shit. Does she behave completely different at the law office that she works at? Because you can't be this person and get through life. It will get you fired. It will get people you'll make enemies. It will get people that don't want to work with you. I think all that happens is people think you're a bitch or people think you're an asshole. Well, and you can get through life like that. You know, you, you won't be a happy person. But it, it these little things, I think, are so indicative of the character of somebody. I mean, they're little, little things. tiny things that... They're the, the thrown away comments that you should really listen to because that's their truth. That's coming from the bottom of their balls and they're telling you who they are. Someone who parks diagonally across the spot and leaves their car like that and then doesn't hold the door for somebody, then cuts an entire line for their mobile order. That person shouldn't be shot, but maybe. Yeah. All right. With this, uh, can, I, can I start off with my uh, segment? Yeah. It's called 15 Minutes in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I had two things I had to do before we started. We had a very, we have a very long recording schedule today. Right. Tonight. Uh, I had to uh, stop at 7-Eleven to get ice and some other items for the wife. Sure. I also had to do bank deposits. Right. All right. Let's start off. Why don't you do that on mobile? I'm an old school guy. Patrick. Yeah. I don't like taking all the pictures. Take 15 minutes. Also, also and learn how to do it. I'm assuming he's doing like multiple, like lots oh, of lot. lots of checks. Yeah, Usually, grabbing cash for the nanny. I don't know about his, but mine has a 3,500 mobile deposit uh, limit. Oh man! Uh, so it, you'd have to wait another 24. Uh, hours. Mine's First Republic. I'm literally the poorest person at the bank, so I think they've got a max. <laughs> Went in for a savings account. Me and C. So we were like, "What's the interest on a savings account?" They were like, uh, "It's point zero zero one percent if you have five hundred thousand dollars or more." <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good money coming back. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to have have a million in there. Yeah. Uh, so, where was I? I fucking thought. Fifteen my... minutes in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, babe. okay. You gotta go to the bank. All right. So, this is something that I mean, it's just disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm anxiety ridden when someone puts me in a compromise. Uh, comp, uh, comp, 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 Compromising. Compr basically, a position where I'm uncomfortable. Compromising. What's that word? All right. We'll figure it out. All right. You so say uncomfortable? It's uncomfortable, but I got to judge whether or not I'm going to say something to the person or not because it's going it will get uncomfortable, but it's confrontational. Like, uh that's another word you could say. Uh, but it was a woman, so it wouldn't be confrontational. You're All right, anyway, what? let You're me conflicted? set this up. Conflict. I I I'll think of it later. All right. No, I think we've got to get this right. All right, well, let me give the scenario and then you put the word in, all right? We'll <laughs> okay. re reverse engineer this. So, I got to make and the you deposits. You can't have conflict with a woman? I prefer not to. Because okay. I'm a big male. So anyway, I'm at the kind of bank. Thin. Anyways, go ahead. And uh, I go to those ATMs where you drive up. And at this particular Bank of America down the street, there's two of them. And it's very, very tight. 
So when you pull up to the ATM in order to allow the other person or another car to get by you, you got to settle in. You got to saddle up. Get next close to the, to the window. Right. Right. So, Which you should anyways, because it's easier access. 100%. You don't want to be leaning all the way out of the car. So Dylan, play the clip of uh, this young lady who had enough room to get to the ATM because I had uh, properly pulled over for my transaction. All right, here we go. I think she knew I was recording her, by the way. Okay. All right, uh, describe what's happening. Um, there is a woman taking up the entire driveway. She is out of her car. She's... So this woman doesn't know how this machine works. Now, this is an interesting situation because I think this is pure stupidity. Okay. This is an inconsiderate. Uh, this isn't an inconsiderate person. This is a dumb, dumb person. Now, I'm trying to give her more credit with that. I'm also trying to weigh this out because I was there first. So now once she passes me and we know uh, ATM transactions, right? Uh, she's kind of looking at me like, which I, I did appreciate she was making eye contact with me. I think she was trying to weigh like, is this guy ready to go? And now I am blocking him and I'm gonna he's going to be sitting behind me. Totally. These are the insane things that I spend my time with. But I well, felt- That's exactly what's happening here. Well, I felt like this was very disrespectful. I felt like when she saw that, hey, this person behind me uh, is probably want to get home to, the, to their family, maybe I should get back in my car and uh, reestablish myself closer to the ATM machine. Now, here's the, here's the, <laughs> the, the make or break moment right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's the look. Right. Okay. You've established eye contact with the party. Yeah. Now this look implies that she knows that at least something's up. Right. You know, maybe. Well, she's I'm recording not, her. Maybe she's not sure exactly what's going on, but I think to not give her that credit would be unfair. I think that she can see that there's something bad here, <laughs> that she's made an error. Okay. And here, she chooses not to do anything about it. She commits the wrong way. I think she's a nervous Nelly. I think she's a dumb, dumb, nervous Nelly. I think that's all this is. Now, I have... I feel like she didn't complete her transaction. You made her uncomfortable. I didn't say a word. Now, I have... Uh, I have parked in that same exact spot one time, and then it was a gigantic one of those stupid dually things that was at the ATM machine. Yeah. I looked out. I started feeling weird, and I got out of my car, pulled out, back, backed up to it, I basically took paint off my car to pull myself sure. in there because I consider myself a good human being. Yeah. This person. If you were a great human being, you wouldn't have pulled in there in a dually. You would have just done it at a different time. Well, a different you have vehicle. your opinions. On and you'd be people. talking about ideas. So this, this eats up eight minutes of that 15. I'm going to show you what, how the other eight was. Now, on the last podcast of APS, I'm not sure what feeds you listen on, I uh, d uh, debuted a, a new, a very prominent uh, zombie in Los Angeles, and that's the bellhop. Right. You will see a zombie bellhop right around the corner from where I live at work. Here we go. <clears throat> Giving the zombie some money. Uh, all right. Really quickly. I love the if we don't screen record, we got we should just let it play, because then he doesn't have to. Yeah, that's a good point. At. That's a good point. Sorry, I just I I tried to work this OBS thing today. I couldn't figure out how to do it. Yeah, small learning curve, but it's easy once okay. you get it. <clears throat> let's do it again. All right, so let's watch through. Uh, this is me uh, getting some items at Seven Eleven. Uh, when I entered into the Seven Eleven, the zombie bellhop, right? Uh, open the door for me with the expectation that I will uh, give him uh, some money on my uh, exit of the uh, 7-Eleven. All right, here we go. 
Yes, please, thank you. Oh. Uh, two, please. Okay, what do we got here? Oh, there's the zombie bellhop. Look how broken down people are in this city. We're all just broken down. I don't understand your aggression towards the bellhop. I the bellhop is offering a service at the very least. The person that I interacted with the other day refused me getting them food, asked for $5, then yelled after me that they want Chinese food, not what I can get them from the gas Dylan. station. That person is offering nothing. Dylan, this is not the Hilton. This is not my apartment building. This is a convenience store. I can open the fucking door on my own. Sure. You are grafting an expectation on me and creating anxiety in my body. That's your problem. Detach, it is walk not everybody feels it. Get no. the fuck away from the door. Go stand <laughs> on the other corner with your stupid sign. It's so crazy that you have such ire towards the bellhop, one of the most helpful forms of a zombie. Wow. How do you feel? I'm I'm with you. I like uh Yeah. I, I do always think like the my my favorite zombies are like uh the the, the talent show zombies. They they got they 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 got a banjo or something. They're sitting oh, on a nice. corner. So they, they're they're yeah. like gypsies. They're playing spoons. Now they may have worked harder at their craft than the bellhop, but at least he's starting someplace. Right. Uh, exactly. I, I, I'm with Dylan. Uh, like the window washer. Oh, well let me say this though, uh, Nick and Dylan and both of you are absolutely wrong. Oh, I'm not, and by the way, I'm not going to pay this person. Today, I appreciate that. Earlier, trying. I walked by a zombie because this is the thing you got to. You have mean it, a human, right? <laughs> you have to have your head on a swivel now with zombies because they'll punch you or throw you in front of a train. Pat, <laughs> Pat, you have never been punched or thrown in front of a train. Oh, when by I, a homeless person. when I worked on Hollywood Boulevard and the zombies down there. They would hurt you. You had to be careful. Zombies killed you down there. So this city, what they throw on their tax-paying citizens, and they allow to walk on these streets that could potentially... Hey, by the way, two fucking zombies killed two people last week. What are you talking about? One uh, zombie punched a, a 70-year-old nurse and killed her, and Holy the other shit. zombie walked into a furniture store and stabbed a poor girl to death. So both of you be quiet. <laughs> I don't want zombies two feet away from me. Keep your distance, zombie. <laughs> Other than that, I have no thought. I got to start. I, I have to start meditating. And so do you. I don't know how you're doing with stuff, but I, I feel like meditation, if you really gave it a crack, I think that we could we could let some of this stuff roll off our shoulders I'm, I'm a little bit more. Pretty good headspace. I've been journaling. Okay, good. Really? Journaling is yeah. very, very important. And you, I just start with, three, <coughs> what did you do yesterday? What do you want to do today? It helps. What did you do yesterday? Uh, yesterday, I uh, edited. I edited, and then I went to uh, King and the Sting, and I did the show. I thought it was a good show. I decided I need to be more prepped for that because we didn't have enough topics. Oh, boy. Oh, not, not King and the Sting. Uh, King, Cats After Dark. It's this new show that we're doing with mm. me, Cat Chappelle. We're going too far into it, but it was a good day. When are we coming on that show? Uh, pretty soon. Okay. We, so, just, we just started. So we there, haven't brought guests on yet. There's this thing where we, we've talked about it. Um, the city has a kinetic energy that vibrates at a very, very high frequency. It's something that I'm addicted to. It's something that causes um, a, a kind of chemical imbalance in me when I'm in a peaceful place for too long. Something bucolic. It's beautiful for four or five days, and then I start to get antsy. I need to get back to the city. 
I, you know, I, I can be in New York for two weeks. I can't be in Virginia for two weeks. You know, uh, I'm addicted to this this shit. You know, mm -hmm. Los Angeles. This snow. Yeah. But if you're not in a mental place where you can kind of bat away the annoyances, it can really grate on you. So um, I go to I, I need some cords from Best Buy. And I'm trying to go to mom and pop shops because I realize that there are juggernauts like Amazon that are eating their lunch. You know, mom and pop shops like Best Buy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I am. Uh, I I am trying to get these cords. They are they are six foot, ten foot uh, auxiliary extenders. They're they're unicorn cords for Best Buy. Little did I know. I was just gonna say. I mean, basically. If you're getting any type of cord, you're not going to find it a brick and mortar. But the thing is, I'm sure you needed it day of. Uh, but you need, day before. Yeah, but you, you're going to need two days, and you're going to need to order that from Amazon. Hundred hope was all lost when fries went out of business. And even yeah, and the tail end of fries that was. Uh, there's nothing in here. It's just a giant alien <laughs> ship. But you don't have anything. And there's no employees walking around. Okay, so, so that, I'm excited to hear how this turns out for th you. This is. It's so funny that you just painted that picture. So I call, I go to my, my, I Google my local Best Buy, the Los Feliz location. Mm. I find the number, 213 area code. I dial the store. I dial the store. I looked up the number for a reason. It, of course, sends me to the national helpline, mm. the national line. I've got to go through four different, um, you know, fucking, what do you call them? Touch tone menus, mm -hmm. whatever. And you, you, you rarely feel um, more defeated in life than when you yell at an automated person <laughs> and they don't budge. You know, I need to talk to someone. Talk to a person. Talk to a person fucking now, asshole. Beep. I just go, operator. Operator. It doesn't. Operator. It doesn't work sometimes. So finally, I get th I get through to a rather sassy African American woman, my kryptonite. I've literally never won against them. <laughs> they defeat me every time I go up against one it's of them. So easy. They're so easy to charm. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not in a charming mood. Okay. I don't want to be sent to the national line. I called the store. Anyway, she picks up. I say I need headphones and these cables, and she begins an interrogation. Like they're trying to get more info on their consumer base or something. Mm, shocking. Why do I need the headphones? What? Oh. Why do I need the core? Why are you? I, I literally said, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> Whoa. I thought they were just going to ask your, which I think is invasive as well, your zip code and your email. No. We'll get to the zip code question in a second. So I say, please send me to the Los Feliz location. I need to speak to someone in the store. She says, all right, very rude to me. I was very rude to her. We move on. Maybe that's the problem. No, she started rude. Oh, okay. But I need to meditate. So I get through to the next guy. The thickest Indian accent. I, I mean, it's I can't I can't understand. I, God bless you. You're working. You're trying to help me, but I can't fucking understand what you're saying. So she, she was like, "Oh, did you say Los Feliz? I thought you said Delhi." Right. <laughs> so he he picks up and he says, uh, "What do you need? Why do you need it?" Again, this <laughs> interrogating me about these about these things that I need. I say, I need this, I need this, 
Um, thought the information would have been relayed, but no, it never is. No. Please enter in your ID number. You enter it in. They answer. First question, what's your ID number? It, it's just... It's insane. It's insane. So this guy says, um, and I'm not going to do the accent. Do you want to just nope. write it out and have Pat say it? So he says... Um, I said, do you have these in stock? And he does a little tapping away. Tap, 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 tap. And he says, yes, we have all of these things in stock. I say, great. Can you set this many aside? He says, no problem. Need you to pay first. Oh. And I said, mm, no, because, and I said this, I'm principally opposed to doing that. And he said, okay, no problem. And I said, how many do you have in the store? And he said, well, what's your zip code? And I said, mm, hang on. Are you not at the Los Feliz location? And he <laughs> said, no, sir. And I said, so let me get this straight. You wanted me to pay you for inventory at a store that I don't know where it is. And he mm -hmm. said, well, we have stores all over the country, sir. Mm. And I said, I'm not driving to Hawthorne after I pay you to get these cords. Very good point. So he said, all right, don't have a cow. <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> no. Oh, that'd be great. Don't no. have a sacred cow. <laughs> don't have a cow. Um, essentially his tone was like, take it easy. I've done nothing wrong here. And from my perspective, no, you've done everything <laughs> wrong. You've told me to pay for something. Don't go I, ahead. Can I remind you how you started, how you started on this journey was you wanted to, uh, you wanted to, uh, go support to a mom, mom and support pop. mom and pop shops yeah. and not Jeff Bezos. Right. Which would have just been a couple clicks. So here, so the story ends like this. I drive over to Best Buy. He, he does confirm that that location does have the inventory I need. So I say, good. I'm not going to pay for it, but I'll go over there now. He says, in so many words, have a good time. You'll find what you need there. So I walk in. No one works there. <laughs> there, are, there are Verizon employees working at the booth selling cell phones, hawking fucking cell phones, and one guy who works in the Apple department there is no one else there. Nope. So I'm standing around, and finally I see an elder man named Hugo. And I begin to speak in a language that he literally has never heard. I don't think he's heard a, a person say the word auxiliary once. <laughs> he has zero fucking clue what I'm talking about, so he sends me over to his buddy Gregor. Hugo's boss? Uh, no. No, it's just a joke. Okay, so uh, he's got a fan base that digs that. <laughs> no, I listen. I, I I don't find puns funny, but I do find them impressive, and he, he is quick with them. So I go. I don't even find them funny. I go over to Gregor, and he is a young buck who I presume to be baked out of his mind, and he says, "Yeah, we don't have anything." <laughs> <laughs> And I go, okay, great. And I leave the store. And I am thinking... He's like, can I interest you in a giant curved TV? Right, exactly. We don't have anything practical, but if you'd like to spend $3,700 on this television, I can throw in a sound bar for free. <laughs> so I am leaving this store, and I am thinking, 
Fuck it. I don't think Jeff Bezos should uh, have an accountant so good that he gets to report income loss, but fine, go ahead and do it. I don't give a shit. You can get me my stuff in two days. I'm going to Amazon from now on for this stuff. Uh, outside of artisanal products like wine rot, uh, like uh, w- wine washed cheeses and natural wine and patés and thing, things like that, I'm just going to Amazon because staples, Best Buy, all of these mom and pop shops are failing <laughs> me at every turn. Isn't it odd that do the, better? The number one contributors to the Democratic Party was in fact Jeff Bezos and Amazon. And isn't it interesting? This isn't going to get political, <laughs> is it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but isn't it interesting that once the Democrats took power, they decided to infuse money for people to stay home, thus not showing oh, up to it, work. It's going to get political. Mm-hmm. Oh my so god. So you go into a PetSmart or a Petco or a Staples or a Best Buy and you go, "Hello, hello, hello, hello." I just want to buy paper, paper, paper. <laughs> There's no one fucking there because they were given money to stay home. Yes, and people do need welfare in a pandemic, but it has gone a little bit too far. But we're also dealing with a, a supply chain problem right uh-huh. now. But we've got to figure this the fuck out because these mom and pop shops, Costco, Best Buy, Staples, they're important to the fabric of this city and our existence in a capitalist hellhole known as the United States of America. But if you're going to fuck it up, then let's just give Jeff another $37 billion a month because you guys can't fucking do it. It means nothing to him now. Who gives a fuck? $700 billion, $1 trillion, I don't care. Just give it to him. Get me my shit. <laughs> I'm hot. Now, they're, they are getting worse by the day, but you could have tried a guitar center. You would have had to go to the Valley. I, the, I would have had to go to Sunset and Fairfax or by the Comedy Store or Ventura Boulevard and Sherman Oaks. And even then, the people that work at Guitar Center, they're all fucking stoners too. They used to be in Dylan. bands. You'll call up, ask, do you have this? They'll say, yes, you walk in. They don't have it. It's happened to me three times They're before. announcing bankruptcy this year. Guitar Center? <laughs> yes. I told you they're getting worse for I the day. fucking went in there to buy my daughter her first guitar. It's crazy. The place, and I am not kidding, in uh, Sherman Oaks, California, is probably mm, 8,000 square feet. There were two people in there, and I had to search for someone for the guitar department. Now, yeah. I've weirdly, I've had good luck with them recently, and it turns out a lot of them are big podcast fans. Oh, yeah, they got a lot of good pod equipment in there. You would have got someone friendly who is excited to talk your ear off. Sure. uh, And then the other option is- I don't want to do that, though. I don't want to talk to you about podcasting. The other option uh, to order online without uh, putting money in Jeff- Will you put that thing in your eye? That is disturbing. uh, uh, (laughs) If you don't want to put money in Jeff Bezos' pockets, Sweetwater Sound, based out of Indiana- the sales staff is so Sweetwater nice. Sweetwater Sound, okay. Yeah, the, they don't have the deliver. They can do like upfront delivery or whatever, but you're going to pay a little bit. That's but where we bought this stuff. Good people, good people. Totally yes. fine paying more because I don't want to pay that fucking bald uh, cock looking human. Yes, that's where we bought this stuff. Isn't it crazy he made his spaceships look like his head? It's so funny to see what he looked like back then and what he look, looks like now. 
I mean, he looks like a buff cock now, and that's exactly what he is. But listen, this is a very complicated, layered problem, you know, because there should be, um, you know, antitrust regulatory powers going on. Oh, I I, I don't want to get political, but all I'm saying is uh, Bezos doesn't need the next Lord of the Rings and a web hosting uh, thing that is the most profitable wing of their company. Anyways, what are you doing on your phone? I'm texting our guest that we're going to be calling an Uber right now. Okay, uh, do, you mind, uh, do you mind uh, doing the Uber thing, uh, Dale? I'll give you cash for it. Can I do it? It's yeah. at the Beverly Garland on Vineland. How you doing, Nick? I'm good, mate. Eyes pretty red. Uh, All right, we got to move on. Yeah, something more positive or something. You got me heated up there. You know I normally don't get uh, that heated up here. You guys hear about Rudy Giuliani? I did. All right. So. Did you? The people who produce the masked singer. Have quite the sense of humor? Yeah, I, I don't think. Electroshock therapy is done. We don't do it to people anymore? No. Right? Mm mm. They need it. What are you doing? Where is that filmed? Fairfax? Or where on the Fox lot? I, I don't know. But what are you doing bringing Rudy Giuliani into it? Why don't you set up set up the story? I didn't know if we were really going to talk about it. Uh, just because there's not footage of it. But uh, the Masked Singer, uh, known How for- could there be Oh, this hasn't aired yet? No. And it oh, never okay. will. Uh, I, think it, I think it will. No. I, I thought they you said can't that they have so you can't have two judges walk, walk off the off, set. Yeah. They came back. Oh, they did. Uh, later, I don't think. Well, Rudy was up there. Um, I'm ex- <laughs> I, I'm interested in how it plays out because when you have a whole day of filming and they had other people on it, I don't know if they just cut out that segment or what. But uh, Mass Singer, known for having some controversial uh, contestants as their Mass Singers, really uh, Sarah Palin, Sarah Palin. Oh, really? Big, big okay. hoopla a couple years ago. Oh, so that's what's going on. There, there are uh, they're rabble rousers. There are either uh, Republicans producing the show or they're doing it to piss people off and get more more viewers. Mm-hmm. I think that show gets a lot of people watching that. And I, I don't think there's ever been a time where the contestants have been leaked. I, I TFC time, but I we're all talking about it. I, right. I, I the, the I'm only thing I, I thought of was uh, what is the the guy Ken Jong? I have never found that fucking guy funny. He's the worst. He is. You think so too? Yeah, I, I. Because he he likes. Why is he the worst? He seems so like innocuous to me. Like he was funny in well, The Hangover, doing that uh, that well, stereotypically I mean, offensive thing. Very offensive, stereotypical Asian man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and he was forty four when he was started with that. I was with you. He used to basically. I was neutral on Ken Jong. He did his role. He was very funny in Community as the Spanish teacher who didn't know Spanish. Pretty funny role. Uh-huh. But like he's very. Um, because he's still quote unquote like a practicing doctor, or he like, keeps his license. Mm-hmm. He thinks that gives him a a platform to like speak with authority on COVID. Like I don't think oh, he's like treating patients and stuff. Oh god, there's okay. there's there's a number of things he but does. He's a, at least he's a doctor. Now I don't want to get political, Patrick. But, oh, right. Uh, I don't like the guy because of his views. <laughs> oh, I, actually, if he's a doctor, talk away on COVID. I don't give a fuck. At least he got a medical license. He's like an OBGYN or something. Oh, bullshit. well. Pediatrician. Like Bill Cosby in that show. Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> yeah. I just don't find Ken funny. He, uh, 
I've never laughed at anything. I've made more people laugh than he has, in my opinion. I think. Oh, you know what? Can we uh, switch topics really, really quickly? Sure. Uh, I, just to brighten the mood up a little bit. Uh, your dog died last weekend. Yep, Winnie. Uh, how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling a little bit better because uh, she was old. And we, I, I believe the only sad part was she died on uh, Friday night. Or I'm sorry, Saturday morning. We had one last uh, veterinarian appointment for her on Monday. Sure. And she never made it. It's usually how it goes. It is, right? That's what my wife said. Yeah, why, why do you say that? Because they're they're on their way out. Well, it happens so quickly when they're going to die, they're going to yeah. die. And, yeah. And I, w- I would also say it might be some just like sort of bias because like the older they get, the more closer to, Wonky. Closer to death, the more frequent their veterinary appointments will be scheduled. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like a little... It's not better. What am I looking for? But it's it's not coincidence that it, that happens. It, and this, I don't know if this is the way. I don't know if this is happening in other states or cities. But the veterinary community is a criminal enterprise in Los Angeles. I have to tell you, I if it's not a criminal enterprise, it's definitely taking full advantage of people in a tough tough position. Definitely uh, a racket. Yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked if there was a documentary or a podcast that came out. Um, perhaps under the umbrella of NPR thrown up on Hulu about somebody in insurance figuring out that they can fuck people out of money in their darkest moment. Well, here's, let me tell you something. My wife was not going to allow me to do this with Winnie. So my dog spot who died two years ago, I'm sorry, three years ago. Um, I love your son. uh, My son. I love that dog so much that even when he was 18 years old and he looked like the land of the misfit toy, he looked like a toy. His fur was all just he got so old that you I would bring him to uh, get his uh, his shower and a bath and a manicure and all that shit. What did you say? The last thing Uh, uh, manicure cut his nails. How often did you do that? Like once a month. But he still looked busted and broke. Right. And so when he started going downhill, basically every week, the last couple months, I dropped a thousand dollars a week. So I'd bring him to the vet. (laughs) Yeah. And so dumb. Oh, craziness. Dude, my dad told my uncle June, who was in the Navy and constantly had a cheek filled with Levi Garrett, that he had to fly back to Los Angeles because we were going to be putting our dog down Mm -hmm. our, our, uh, our golden retriever. He loved her very, very much. My uncle June was so confused. <laughs> I mean, so confused. A different generation looked at having pets differently than we do now. He asked why we didn't just shoot it. Right. I, and from the bottom of his heart, he asked that. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, so get this. So the wife, Cherie, is, uh, we make a great couple. Uh, we, we complete each other. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, the last uh, visit with Spot was $3,000. And when they came in with that price, <laughs> when the woman left, she goes, she leaves the paperwork there of all the things they're going to do. What were they going to do? Um, all Rip his tests, heart out and they put were a gonna new one in? rehydrate him um, and all that other stuff. And so I said, I have to do this for me one last time. She was like, you're just keeping this dog and you're being very selfish. Sheree <laughs> yeah. so, said this. Yeah. Me. So that week I had to fly out for business in New York City and 
uh, the wife calls me on Friday. I wasn't due to be back on Sunday. She's like, spot. He's not. Now he's not eating because I decided at the tail end of his life, fuck it. He was a street dog. He was lived with a homeless guy in a of car. Of course for the first he, years. he was a street dog. So I buy a McDonald's every day and I just <laughs> let him eat McDonald's. Fuck it. How long? Is it? Let him just do it. That probably killed him quicker. He didn't even want to eat the McDonald's. Yeah. That was, I'm like, oh boy, this is, this is not good. Heartbreaking. So I get back just in time on Friday night. Uh, he sleeps on the bed. Spot Next down. morning, I'm like, I think he just wants water. So I start taking a, uh, what do you call it? Like a syringe and giving him water with my hand. Oh my and God. And Sheree comes out and she says, Pat, no, you are not doing this to him. <laughs> she just picks him up and throws him against the wall. <laughs> she said, no, I'm calling because she already made like plans and stuff. And she basically stopped it. She's being a rational human being. She was being a rational human being. And uh, basically, I fell into it. He, he passed that day because the people come over and whatever. He's buried in the backyard right Sweet behind hearts, the studio. Yeah. And uh, I fell into a deep, dark depression for about three to, uh, three months. Now, um, I asked you this not to go so far down a dark, dark place where you are. Well, uh, people find comfort with it. Keeping <laughs> alive this Frankenstein thing that you have <laughs> in your true. in your house. You were depressed for three months, Pat? Oh, I used to be just be the middle of the day and I just start crying. Yeah, no. You had a very special relationship with the dog. Um but I've talked about it before. I'm firmly, as I get older, uh, comfortable with the fact that I am a cat guy. I love dogs, mm -hmm. but I'm a cat guy. Uh, our dear Lucy was in my crib with me from, you know, uh, when I got home from the hospital until she perished. Then I had my darling Theo. I think um, that explains it, that the, the cat being in your crib. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cat in, in my crib, literally from... Very early on, my grandmother Ruthie was like, "What are you doing, letting the cat in the crib? It's very dangerous. She's got fecal matter on her, on her nails." And Ruthie was right. Yeah, you could have had. What's that thing that the cats have? John, did, I, I don't fucking know. No, oh, that fucking parasite that makes men more aggressive. And yeah, soccer teams yeah. great. You All gotta do a little history, a little dill on that. That's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. All of a sudden, toddler Dill had this urge to drive motorcycles. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I did go through that phase. Do you know what we're talking about at all? It's it's this thing. Toxoplasmosis. Nice. <laughs> wow. Impressive poll. You guys have a lot of time on your hands. I mean, no, we have the same amount as you. We just don't watch four hours worth of Janet Jackson documentaries. Patrick. I waste just as much time. I just retain some weird just words. I, I like words. So, um, but I didn't retain that one. So, I am getting kind of. I'm happier than ever that not not that I'm a cat person. I love my cat too much. I'll, I'll be the same when, when our dear Dot passes away. Um, hopefully we have, we'll have a child at that point, so we really won't love the cat that much, though. So I'm looking forward to that. But You sound like Cherie. Dog people. And not people with dogs. Because I think that you are a person with dogs. Mm -hmm. But dog people make me sick. These people that live life through their dog, you know, they, they take them to the cafe. There's a network of other dogs at the cafe. They, they strike up friendships with people through their dogs. Oh, that's lady. She's the German well, shepherd. You know, that I'm we, not that person. I know you're not All that right. person, but a lot of people with dogs are oh, sure. those people. My neighbors, we live in a, a triplex or whatever. The triplex. Tri triplex. Two of them. They both have dogs, and I constantly hear, Rhino, no, 
Rhino. <laughs> Blue. Stop it. The dog is trying to bite at children through a chain link fence, and it's <laughs> blue. But it, the, these people, it's just so... I, I'm, I guess I'm saying I'm happy that my darling Cecilia and I can walk through life without something on a leash that has to interact with other things on a leash, that has to be mindful of tugging away. It just seems like such a fucking to-do. I, I get it, Dylan. You don't want any emotional attachments. I have an extreme... How dare you? You cynical pig. I have a very strong emotional attachment to my cat. Attachment. But I'm just happy that I don't have to walk through life with a dog because I don't want to be a dog person. That's it for us. Jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Leave five stars. This was a quick one because we've got a very important guest coming up. If you haven't heard we have our a interview. guest coming up. <laughs> with the newest cast member from Bravo's Below Deck Sailing. Maybe it is just a guest. Um, <laughs> jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews. Leave five stars. Let us know what you thought. Join us on Patreon for another one of these every week at patreon.com slash another podcast network. YouTubies, watch all those videos that Pat had of the bellhops and the inconsideracies and all that stuff mm. um, at another podcast show on YouTube. Subscribe, like, tell your friends, steal credit cards. We love you guys very much. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick say goodbye. Goodbye. Pat say goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.